on the viewpoint. A conversation that should have many South Africans interested for sure because it has high impact on who we are and especially our past, painful political past, and that is an anti-apartheid park in Israel. Groundbreaking ceremony took place in Telmond, Israel to launch a memorial garden that for the first time commemorates a remarkable group of South African Jews who contributed to the struggle against apartheid as well as gave support to the State of Israel. The 5,000-square-meter memorial garden is surrounded by trees in the Talmon Park, a 22,000-square-meter area located in central Israel. Talmond is home to an English-speaking community just 15 minutes from Ranana, where many South Africans have settled, and 10 minutes from the beaches of Netanya. A South African artist is to create a sculpture to recognize the Jewish contribution to SA's struggle for freedom in the park. 36 trees in the result will also be planted, and there will be stones throughout Gan Siabonga. We thank you, Gordon. In Hebrew and Siabonga, we thank you in Isizulu. For each activist with QR codes as to their story in the fight against apartheid. To tell us more about that is the chairman of the Jewish National Fund here in the South Africa, Mr. Michael Kranzdorf. Michael, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to SAFM. Good evening. Thanks for having me on the show. This is important history, painful as it may be, but important history for recognizing the many contributions on who South Africa would become in 1994 and more than that, I think to tell the stories that perhaps might not necessarily have been told at the height of the political contest in the release of the political prisoners, the unbanning of the political formations in that critical five-year period, 89 to 94. Now that with the benefit of time as well, we are in a position to tell the broader story. How important is this and how groundbreaking is this initiative? I think you've spot on. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, that's what, what we love about the project is that it's an opportunity to explore a range of different people in different ways that contributed towards apartheid, uh, to, to the struggle against apartheid. And, um, you, you know, the, 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 we're trying to personalize the stories, um, you know, tell in, individual people stories of acts of um, resistance, acts of kindness, acts of, you know, simple justice of standing up um to what people saw was was wrong. Um, people from very different, you know, lawyers, doctors, um, teachers, uh, dance teachers. Um, it's really, you know, really interesting. Telling often not often, you know, obviously they're big names that people know, but they're also people that you've never heard about that uh, maybe hid um, activists from the security police or helped smuggle. Uh, one story is of a guy that um, helped smuggle a smuggling ring to get. Um, banned people out of South Africa and into exile. And yeah, you know, these remarkable stories that really haven't been told. Um, and and so we we we, uh, we, we built this project. Um, yeah, that, that's our goal. Tell us more about the project before we get into the personalities who are being celebrated here. So it's a park um, in Israel, uh, in Talmond, which is a, a village um, uh, not too far from the coast in the center of Israel, where many uh, South Africans um, have settled. Um, and uh, the idea was to honor South Africans um, who, who struggled against apartheid, but also were contributed towards the state of Israel. And we hope this park will be a bridge um, between the two countries um, to show 
the role that that uh, you know that people played in both in the struggle for freedom in South Africa, but also for the struggle of freedom here in Israel for 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 the state of the Jewish people, and um, we, we hope that it will it will be a bridge between the two countries. Certainly, in the context of bridges and engaging Israel as we are now in celebrating the memory of a painful past, there are some political questions perhaps that we are in the global context engaging, which then call for Israel to engage one way or the other, and that's the relation Israel shares with the state of Palestine. How much of the South African experience is to inform how the Israel-Palestine relations or political tensions perhaps are to be engaged? I think it's a great point. I think um, the key is to engage, and I think um, the problem with the relationship between South Africa and Israel at the moment is that there isn't engagement. Um, you know, I've, I've been in Israel for the last few weeks, and and there is a sense here that people want to learn about the South African experience, um, understand, and and um, and engage um, with South Africa, and um, also share. There's a sense that Israelis would like to share some of their technology with South Africa and the waterfront. Um, Israel's a, made a lot of progress um, in water and recycling water. And are helping other African countries, and they would like to partner with South Africa on sharing that kind of technology. So, although the conversation is difficult, and uh, the two countries might not always agree on on all of the policies, I think um, engagement should be the way forward. Not, um, you know, banning, uh, downgrading. I think that's the wrong approach. I think um, both countries should should engage, and that's what the park's about. Yeah, no, sure. No, I get that. Absolutely. But specifically now with relation to your neighbor, the South African experience becomes a very important marker in terms of how global tensions or political tensions or issues within a community can be resolved. I think in the South Africa context, it took awfully long with a great painful loss, loss of memory, loss of lives and just loss of the integrity of human life. Now, there are these political questions at the same time between Palestine and Israel. Could we, between the three states, Israel, Palestine, South Africa, come to a solution that then heralds the spirit of humanity that advances relations irrespective of the differences? What can we learn from the South Africa experience in relation to what can yet become a wonderful ultimate story between the state of Palestine and Israel? So I think, you know, South Africa has a lot of lessons to teach uh, for the conflict here in the Middle East and about engaging, about negotiating, about, um, you know, uh, you know, working together um, across racial lines, across religious lines. So, you know, one of the people that we, we um Honoring in the park uh, was an was a journalist in South Africa who who fought against apartheid and he came to Israel and set up a a center for reconciliation um, here in Israel, both both relig- across religious lines across um, um, you know race lines a lot of uh, you know so I think there's a lot of examples of of that kind of stuff where uh, South Africa has a lot to share um, but it requires the South African government to engage with the Israeli government. Um, in order to, to, you know, to, to send that message. Can you tell us more about some of the activists and the heroes who are celebrated in that park who've got deep South African connection? Sure. So we're in the process of still collecting the names, and if anybody knows of, of people that they'd like to, to nominate, uh, we'd be very happy uh, to, to receive some more information. Um, but I can tell you one of the speakers at the park was the son of, of a rabbi uh, in Cape Town, uh, Rabbi Sonny Benjamin. And um, 
he, for example, uh, was her, you know, growing up, uh, his son remembers the security police uh, being a regular feature in their home, um, harassing um, his father over his sermons in the synagogue, um, uh, denouncing apartheid, but also his father held interracial um, um, religious services and, and cross-cultural, uh, cross-religious, cross you know, religious services, which was, uh, you know, a crime in those days, and uh, also housed refugees, for example. So when one of uh, the, the townships was, um, was uh, destroyed by the apartheid police, a lot of refugees from, from that township sought refuge um, in Rabbi Benjamin's synagogue um, for months, um, so you know it's these kind of sort of mm. acts of kindness and justice um, that we that we're looking to expose. So that's that's one example. I, I mentioned um, Benjamin Pogrand, who was a, a journalist, an anti-apartheid journalist in South Africa, um, and uh, had to leave. Uh, was a you know had to leave the country and came to Israel and set up the Akar Center for for peace and reconciliation. Yeah, that's an, another example. Um, most people would know, but Izzy Maisels is, is a great example as well. He was a, um, an advocate in South Africa who actually represented um, the, the, at the Ravonia trial, he represented Mandela and, and the, the accused. Um, he defended them and, and basically uh, was the lead advocate at the, at the Ravonia trial. Um, and he was also an ardent Zionist, uh, was a chairman of the Zionist Organization of South Africa and uh, made a massive contribution to, to helping with the development of the State of Israel. Fantastic. 2151 is the time. An anti-apartheid park in Israel celebrating the Jewish community in South Africa in their fight against apartheid, which then becomes a South African story. And thankfully, it is now being exported to the global community to engage because it really is a story for all of humanity to draw lessons of what not to do again and what not to be done by people to people. 2151 is the time. We are taking a call now. Mum Vui in Parktown North. Others are also welcome, please. 086-000-2032. Mum Vui in Parktown, good evening. Thank you, thank you, Sangha, for taking my call and call starter. Uh, how are you feeling today? I'm um, glad you came back. I'm came here, back. so yeah, I'm feeling All much the better. Best, thank yeah. you. And to your guest there, I just want to highlight this, that people might know, some might not know, that uh, I grew up in exile, but I have, uh, we have encountered that some South Africans that were trying to get refuge in Israel were either arrested and deported back to the to Yansmat Airport, and some of them are not accounted for. And I, I, I wonder how uh, are they going to handle this? Because we we hear of this one sided story, but I'm talking about those I was in the battlefield with, and I hope this also is not surprised. It has to be covered because we lost quite a lot of people that the Israel government was will, will deport them back to South Africa as tumultuous as it was. Michael? Sure. Uh, not, not to my knowledge. I mean, um, some of the Rafonia trialists escaped from um, South Africa and sought refuge in Israel. Arthur Goldrach is a, is a great example who who was yeah who who actually lived out his days in Israel and was part of uh, an architect at uh, Betzalel uh, Art School here, so um, 
I, I mean, I'd like to, if she has examples, but as far as I know, Israel was a safe haven for for many um, anti-apartheid activists that escaped Jewish anti-apartheid activists that escaped the country um, and settled here, and continued to fight apartheid and injustice from Israel. Let's talk about the value that the park will have, particularly on the younger generation as they come to engage their politics, global politics, history. What would, in the ideal sense, be their takeaway upon visiting the park? So I think the the important part for us was that there's QR codes and and uh, around the park so that people can can scan. Israel's a very tech savvy country. Most people oh, yes, have cell phones and smartphones. <laughs> yes. So um, I think that will be quite cool for the younger generation to be able to wander around the park and find these um, these QR codes all around with the stories of and read up you know one pager on the different stories of these people of, of the the different people. And I think the lesson would be that um to stand up against injustice you know when you see injustice even if it doesn't affect you it might be happening to somebody else and but but um you know very it's a very jewish um, message uh, to say that we 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 see something wrong and um, it's not right and we have an obligation to to help others and to to heal the world is is in the bible is a big um component of the jewish religion and i think a lot of these people you know that that motivated motivated them um, on a very personal level, and uh, we'd like young people here in Israel to hear these stories of people that risk their jobs, risk their lives, um, you know, and really f- for for other people's freedom. But but because they saw something that was wrong, apartheid, and they thought it was unjust, and they felt that they needed to stand up and oppose it. Are there enough conversations about? And this is now a general question from your experience in South Africa. Are there enough conversations about the many thousands of men and women who exactly did that, risked their lives, risked their livelihoods, risked elimination, political elimination, economic, social elimination in this country? What has your experience been? And to the extent that you might proffer suggestions as how to ensure, first of all, that memory never dies because it is important to direct us as to what to do as a future South Africa. I think, unfortunately, those stories haven't been told in South Africa. Um, I think, um, you know, we, we haven't had a, a broad discussion of, of the role that different people from different walks of life played um, in opposing apartheid. And I think that's unfortunate. I think that it would help with reconciliation and understanding and um, teaching future generations, um, you know, what to do when, when uh, evil rears its head again. Um, and I think, you know, we're going to put all these stories up on, on a website, on our website, and we would encourage people to um, to come and visit the website and, and, and hear these people's stories. Um, but, you know, if we could incorporate it into the education syllabus and, and learn about it in schools, we'd be, be very happy to work with the Department of Education to, to promote these, these stories of, of simple acts of justice. Simple acts of justice from simple men and women, Chairman of the National of the Jewish National Fund in South Africa, Mr. Michael Kranzdorf. Final question for you: Going forward, surely one would hope this is a step in the right direction to thaw the icy, if I can, relationships between the State of Israel and South Africa. Surely this is a step in the right direction. 
We think so. And uh, we as a Jewish National Fund of South Africa are very supportive of trying to strengthen that relationship. Um, we're in the process of trying to bring some Israeli water technology to South Africa, working with some municipalities around the country to try and improve uh, relations between the two countries. We think there's so much that both countries can learn from each other and benefit from from deep economic relationship between economic between South Africa and Israel, and a cultural relationship. You know, to have a South African artist come here and build a build a statue, I think is to Israel and build a statue is very important um, for a cultural uh, communication and, and and sharing. And uh, we're we're trying to break down barriers as the Jewish National Fund of South Africa and promote better relations between Israel and South Africa. We might not agree with each other on everything. But uh, it's important to talk, even if you disagree. Certainly. Final question then. For those South Africans who might be interested in having heard this story, how can we interface with the park or some of the QR codes or just get to know more about this development? Uh, you can come to our website, uh, the Jewish National Fund of South Africa, Fantastic. Michael, thank you so much for your time and all the very best. We hope to have you soon again. Thanks for having me on the show. Michael Kranzdorf, chairman of the Jewish National Fund in South Africa.